Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hey, I'm Slide Whistle. It is immunization. And it's me, Aaron. Horde punching bag and fire mage extraordinaire. I said it backwards for no particular reason because I was thinking about Splatoon. I was thinking about the fact that I put myself in a really ugly hat before I logged off. So when people see me in Splatsville Square, they'll be like, what an ugly hat. How's that different than you in real life, though? (gasps) Oh, fuck. Damn. Also, I have I've had a physical copy of Splatoon 2 sitting on my table for two days now. I need to play it. Oh boy. Yeah, we'll play some classic Splatoon 2 where the only people left are like doomers and people are like my mom won't give me the money for three yet. Is like Splatoon Classic is that community similar to the WoW Classic community? Uh, there is a Splatoon Classic community. Uh, Cubbybub has talked about it before. But they're just very sad because they've had a very, very, very long time to wait. We would play and join it, except that Cubbybub's uh, Wii U is hit by a bolt of lightning, and it encased Splatoon 1 in there forever. What? Is it really? Is that real? Yeah, that is real. Her house was struck by a bolt of lightning while she was playing Splatoon 1. It shorted out her Wii U, her original Wii U. And Splatoon was in there at the time, so they can't get it out without demolishing the thing, and we just don't have the heart. So now, sadly, her copy of Splatoon 1 lives in the Shadow Realm. Yes, and luckily Splatoon 2 came out shortly after that, so she had to move on with her career. Splat. Splat. What do we want to start with? I think we got a a bunch of topics, I feel like. You want to do something current, right? Something spicy? I guess let's just start with um, the thing that's on the top of my mind. Yesterday, we stepped into Faded Castle Nathria with the guild. I feel like our, our guild group is, like, thinning out a little bit. A few people, mm-hmm. like, retired for the season, and it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. We're making our way tr- through trying to get Heroic cleared to get the title. But last night in particular was the first night that you could opt in to doing two-way fixes. Like, I think one on rotation, and then you get to choose what the second one is. Yeah, so did we know that that was coming? Because Lynn was like, surprise, gang, we got two silly billy rules. He did post it in Discord saying, like, hey, guys, you guys want to do this? And no one really responded. So he's probably just like, we're doing it. Mm, So this is like an optional mode. Interesting. Yeah, it's tied to whatever like the Zymox charity cash event thing is. I don't I don't really I'm not following that because it's like famous people streaming their race to do something. I, I, I never really watch any of that, but I, I was a little worried that like introducing a second Aphex would make the fights harder, but it really just made them faster. But to like all of, like to, to Pablo slide in my dismay, this means that whenever basically always there will be moats. So many fucking moats, so many goddamn moats in my way. I just want to bite one thing. I don't want to have to use my shitty AoE buttons. And I'm upset because I know I was doing moats the wrong way, but I was assured, like, you know, you're. it's like Starship Troopers. You're doing your part if you hit the big golden one. So I was doing that all the time. Now I actually have to focus on the little moats because it was revealed hitting the big one does nothing. And I'm just... 
I have to <laughs> I have to wind the old whirly bird up to hit any of these things, and then they just die. I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm helping. Yeah, honestly, I just main target the big one and cleave onto the other ones. <laughs> I just press three, two buttons until I can't press the other button anymore, <laughs> and then I just press the one button. It's real, real fun for me. But yeah, we were blasting through all the bosses in like two minutes flat. We cleared all the way up to Sire Denathrius, and that's where we will be later tonight. Yeah, and still we're having the problem where we have too much damage for the first phase, and we're trying to figure out what to do with that. Well, I'm not going to stop hitting it, because then my timers are going to be wrong, and then that the fight will feel wrong. So I will continue to be pressing all the buttons I press. I stopped pressing my potion, so that, that helps. <laughs> I'm like, do I even bother wild spiriting? Do I even summon my pets? Like, do I just cobra shot? I don't know. Yeah, so I can that way I can have my single target fun before it goes away. But hopefully by the end of tonight, uh, us <laughs> us lobby losers who don't have side pieces will be able to complete Castle Nathria. I is this our last one? I think this would be the first one that we clear all the way through on heroic with the guild. Oh, yeah, we've been managed to be tripped up near the end of every raid every week. But I'm hoping with a little elbow grease tonight, we can finish this one and then hopefully finish the rest of them in the subsequent two weeks. That is, if people are still around. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Because I think a lot of people have other friends they hang out with. And so, like, they get their thing there, their title, and then they're just like, oops, I actually don't care anymore. The thing is, like, a few of the people, I just think that they just are bored with the faded affixes, which honestly, kind of, guys, I am too. Like, I, I kind of am just like, whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm over raiding. I'm just doing it because I need more pieces to upgrade my little heroic item or my normal item to heroic or whatever the fuck it is. It definitely is a very transitive time right now where, wow, yum, I play to get some stuff just to get some stuff. But I'm just kind of sitting there crossing my big legs and saying, hey, uh, whatever you got for me, Blizzard, I'm ready. And then they're like, well, you can spend the time playing World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King Classic. And I'm like, not that. <laughs> other <laughs> other thing, please. <laughs> it's funny. Because, well, now that's the space that I'm living in because our our key group has been like off and on. I feel like Ahoy's been is gone for was gone for a week or he's gone for a week. Pablo was gone for a week. And so I was like, okay, well no one's asking me to do keys right away, so I guess I'll I guess I'll play Wrath Classic and I've been playing it a lot. I'm surprised. I usually when I say I'm playing Classic on the podcast, I don't I play it the day of and then I never play it again. <laughs> yeah, he's been like legitimately playing it. You said it with such disgust. <laughs> I mean, I am disgusted that you're legitimately playing it. It's so far, it's, it's, listen, people, okay, it's so far removed from, like, boring original classic. This is, like, better, because they, they, they did an, another survey about Cataclassic, and people were like, no, 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 you don't do Cataclassic, that's when the modern game starts. And I'm like, oh, let's do that. <laughs> that's why, and Wrath <laughs> is the almost modern game, so let's go. Yeah, if if Cataclassic is the end point, I'd be kind of okay with that just because the systems sound better. But then at the same time, what a final thing. Like, I feel like you can't just end with Cata. I can see them ending with Wrath because it was, air quotes, the best one. 
but I don't know if it's refined enough for me to be like, yeah, I'll stick here forever. The thing is, I could see them deciding to end the WoW Classic chain with either of them. Wrath, because it's what a lot of people consider the peak of the game. And then Kata, because if you think about what's after that, after that is Mop. And I feel like Mop is very definitely more so like the new era of WoW going forward from there. So I feel like, I don't know, Mop Classic is... It, it would be like... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say that like it would be like less of a classic feel. It'd just yeah. be like, oh, we're just in like modern WoW, but like at Pandaria, yeah, it, it feel like sense. less of a separate game and more of just like, oh, you can experience what it's like to twink, which I forgot that's the actual phrase for like intentionally holding yourself to a specific level. I feel like no one has mentioned twinking in years. I would play the hell out of Mop Classic. Are you shitting me? I've always said I feel like that would have been the one that I would have loved the most. And it'd feel so modern. It'd be like playing a different MMO, but a same MMO. That'd be amazing. I would be all in on that. But that, there's no way they're going to do that, right? Because that's that's not going to make them any money, I don't think. No, I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it. Because I would too. Because I agree with you that I feel like all of us probably think that Mop mm-hmm. would be a really fun one to play in current content. And when that we appreciate like everything about it, pretty much. Um but, like, I, I more so am just saying that, like, I don't think that they would do it. So, Slide Whistle, you're playing. Has it been on your Feral Druid or has it been on your DK? Just my DK. I have not touched mm-hmm. a Feral Druid, which is funny because that's the one. What? what no, that no, it's, it's not. It's just I. that's what I thought because, like, when I was going through the Death Knight starting zone to get my big bad daddy bone dragon... I looked around Stormwind and it was just like all human Death Knight dudes. And I was like, oh, I guess that's just what this game is right now. Like, surely when I go out into the world, I'll see other people. But Death Knights are just cracked. And so I feel like if I were to continue playing, it would just be as a Death Knight and I'd just be one of a million. I'd just be running content with other Death Knights. Which is funny because I think all of us this this week are, well, I know... Slide did it last week, and he mentioned it on the podcast. But Aaron, did you finish the yes, DK storyline? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Crusty old man hung out with Varian, flanked by seventeen other Death Knights, and then he soundlessly, silently got his dragon and logged off forever. I so I I I did it this week, um, and I fucking I had to wait the longest to do it. Because it took me the same, what, the same length it took you guys to do it, probably, right? Like, what did you say, an hour, an hour and yeah, a half? Yeah, about like two. I thought it was a lot longer, which also, when we were talking about it, you're like, it's just a nice three to ten hour experience. And I was like, well, I don't remember it being ten hours, but like three or four, that's a very long time. It was not nearly what I remembered. The longest part was just waiting for the stupid Battle of the Light. <laughs> where, yeah. they, where they slap you with a real five actual minute timer. Just to I know, sit there and, and wait. like, if if you didn't start the timer, you would have to wait for somebody else to start it. I think, but for yeah, for me, it took me about like two two and a half hours. I think slides probably actually took closer to ten, but mainly because he was waiting for fucking Varian to respawn. Yeah, so I forgot that the scourge event was happening, or I don't think I even knew it was happening because I don't think anyone knew it was happening. Apparently, kind of, apparently, it's already over. Yeah, they 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 canned it. But, um, and so I was doing my, my, my starting zone stuff, whatever. And I, I go to Stormwind and, you know, the people are throwing apples and, and booing me. 
And I'm just like running over all these bones. And I'm like, what's going on here? And as I go in, and I'm like, oh my god, it's the fucking ghoul event. They're all over Stormwind. So I'm going to the Stormwind Keep. I mean, you, you saw the carnage. <laughs> it was a massacre. Like, yeah, I was watching his screen, and I simultaneously was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, that is, that is like, the event that people, like, remember fondly, and it'd be cool to be part of. But, like, on the other hand, I'm like, I'd be fucking pissed off if, like, those ghouls were running amok and, like killing me when i was just trying to turn in my last quest yeah so like i i get to the keep and there's no one in the chair and there's just like a crowd of like 15 death knights just waiting <laughs> which, for the man which, to respawn also this is a side note when did the chair get moved back to the wall because yes, i walked yes, in and i was like variant's chair used to just be in the literal center of this room also, side side note, yes, his chair is in the center of the room, but is his chair literally like a pillar of stained glass? I know, yeah, I know it's I... like made of, st- it's made of very uncomfy material and he has no cushion. The Rin family, they collect so many taxes, they need a nice pillow. Yeah, okay, so, so when I was there with the Death Knights, everyone's using Slash Say to talk and one of them goes, what's up with this door in the middle of the room? And I'm like door and someone's like that's not a door that's the throne that's the throne of storm and you idiot is what the person said and so i i guess maybe we haven't realized that it's a giant stained glass chair because when it's pushed against the wall you just think that the stained glass part is like a part of like the storm and keep not the chair yeah and wow yum i just assumed it was like a window behind the throne right <laughs> no the window is the throne <laughs> why is it like that <laughs> So that, you know, the dust mites can go around and look at, like, Anduin's butt. Like, ooh, what a tasty dish. Um, But so we were standing there, and just more and more DK started piling in. There was, like, 40 of us in there. And so this one guy was talking about, like, wow, classic. And was like, this is so so much better than retail, blah, 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 blah. And then someone just goes, type one if you're only here for the mount. And, like, 38 out of the 40 death knights typed one. Everyone was from retail. And the guy was trying to shit on retail, and he was just like, no, dude, we're all here for the mount. Like, we want to leave so we can go back to the real game. Yeah, and then when you when you actually were able to turn it in, every, I, I saw, like, everyone was like, back to retail, back to retail we go. Yeah, the, the amount of Death Knights who just took a little sit in that throne room is just like, <laughs> they didn't even care to go out and be like, what is the rest of Classic? Like, they're just like, mm, and away I go. But not I. Not Janet Wilson, mother of Janice Wilson. Janet Wilson is she sauntered on and she's now level sixty three and a half. She's making progress. Before we started recording, he didn't even want like he did his weekly I quit the podcast because he wanted to just level this death plant more. Ugh, that is the that is the worst one that's ever happened. It's okay, so like I think the reason I like it so much is I I love my unholy DK Allen. And being able to see, like, the origins of a DK, like, what abilities they used to have, what Unholy used to feel like. And, like, I see all the buttons, and they're all most of the same buttons that I have to this day. And something about it is awesome. And then also because the, the, the gear they give you is really, really OP, and I feel like I'm just, like, 1v8ing mobs when I should not be able to do that in whatever I consider classic. Yeah, I will say, like, that leveling experience felt really good, and it kind of made me want to, like, continue leveling my Death Knight in in WoW Yum, because, like, I 
have never had a max level Death Knight. And, you know, maybe now's the time. Yeah, maybe Theodore, Theodore will come back. I would say, yeah, Theodore really fell off the map there. He needs to come back. He needs to join his brethren. It's been years. Yeah, Teddy's got to come back to Alan and... Walter. Walter. Walter, yes. Also, that's also one of the reasons I think I'm having fun is because I don't have anything else to level uh, in While Yum that's not a Horde character and not a class I already have. So I'm just like, I need to level something. Like, I had this urge to do it. Just not all the way. <laughs> I just, I want to level something, but only like 15 levels. 70, that's, yeah, exactly. that's too much. Just, I just want a little taste of the leveling. Yeah, with a 50% boost and only 50, 15 of the levels, like, maybe that will make uh, leveling and classic manageable. Well, and and then, so I was I was doing stuff, and I was leveling PvP off and on. I was doing some AV. I, but then, the, like, the very next day, they made a hotfix to WoW Classic. And so before, when you queue for Battlegrounds, you have to go to find the Battle Master... And be like, yo, Battlemaster, I want to fight. And he'd be like, all right, I'll put you in the fight whenever they call for you. And that's how you queued up. It it wasn't a you can press it anywhere button. They just hotfixed it. So that way now it's like that. Why? Why are they doing this change now? Also, why are there not like mobs of classic players that are like enraged by them doing that? I feel like they want like the shitty experience, right? Yeah, because they're so anti-random dungeon finder and so anti-looking for raid that I'm surprised that this doesn't get like an immediate backlash of, oh, you could only queue for Battlegrounds at the Battlemaster. That's the original experience. But but everyone's like, hooray! And I'm like, what? But like they're arguing about how like RFD, or wait, random dungeon finder, RDF, killed, killed WoW, and it, that's why Cata was the worst one ever. And I'm like, that's insane to think that. that. That's the reason. Not the bad story or, you know, the, whatever else happened with it. Or no new zones. <laughs> there were seven new zones. Disjointed new zones. That reminds me, I am listening to Dawn of the Dragons, the audiobook, and it is so funny. After living in an era of the Thrall back down where he's like, I'm just a man. I'm nothing special <laughs> to listen to a piece of media that was written during like Chris Metzen's like thrall is everything. And that means I'm everything era. So like Alex Strauss was like thrall, you are the strongest of all of us. I will suck your pee pee if you want. And then like every other dragon comes in like us too. We too will do anything to make <laughs> you the best guy shine. And he's like, thank you champions. I am the best guy. Meanwhile, Metzen is just <laughs> wax, just rubbing his hands like a fly behind, like, ha, 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 they can't make fun of me at the water cooler now. Flash forward to Shadowlands when literally all, <laughs> the, every every character, like, even, like, Lobi, like, a rat, like a Storm 1 rat is like, Thrall, do something. Pick up a weapon in the mall, for God's sake. And Thrall's like, no, I don't want this spear. I've lost my hammer. Well, me and this little dwarf are going to go and find it. Do you want to join? Nope. That sounds like a big <laughs> hassle. I'm going to go lie in my hut. I got I got two kids now. I don't have time for this shit. 
Does he have two kids or does he have more? He does have two kids. We went over it in a previous episode, but very, oh, yeah. very infamously, Madeline Rue named the other one because she said uh, she didn't want them to. She didn't want Thrall to name it after a previous character, which we were like, oh, because that's all he's ever done. And it's funny because we acknowledged that even though we talked about it on the show, we still would not remember any of this information. And here we are. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> something else that happened since we last recorded, which is really funny because Blizzard literally always finds a way to do this. The moment we pressed end on a recording, they release new news that makes like something that we talked about on that episode, like old, old news and like non-existent. Um, they changed Binding Shot again in Dragonflight. And now it is going to be an AoE three-second stun as opposed to a root, um, just because they thought it was inconsistent with, like, how roots were handled in the game. And as a hunter, I'm happy. It gives us, you know, some utility. I'm cool with it. I just think it's funny that that shit always happens to us here. And it's probably going to happen again. They're probably, like, next week we're, I'm going to have to be like, guys, it happened again. They've removed the binding shot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of updates, I saw some sort of letter from the priests you posted. You said it was just them making fun of the fact you don't have interrupts. What was in this actual letter other than that piece of information? So that was one of the main takeaways in this. They did have like um I re- remember like a few weeks ago when like we were like, "Hey, side, like they <laughs> Blizzard had a blue post where they're like, "Hello druids." Like this time it's like, "Hello priests." And yeah, the main thing in here was like some talent changes um they started off by saying like you know healing priests have a lot of active spells and we kind of want to change that and i'm like oh so you're gonna try to like remove some spells i mean like whatever i wasn't actively using all of them anyways so they're implying that there's going to be some more changes going forward then they said for holy and disc uh they acknowledge that like we don't have a silence and we're the only two specs in the game that don't have an interrupt that that is like baseline or able to be talented into. Um, and they're like, yeah, this is fine. This is like, as we want it to be like, not every, not every class needs one. And I'm like, wow. But like every spec besides the two of us does have one. So <laughs> it's funny. Like, I feel like whenever it's involving priests and talent changes or abilities, that's always their response because that's their power infusion response. It's yes, we recognize and we are okay with, <laughs> it just seems like they just always had it to say about priests that that's always that you're right though that's always what they say um but like speaking of like a uh, power infusion um they did change another thing for holy as well like holy there was this talent where if your prayer of mending procs or bounces enough times then you would get like a proc of pi on yourself and all the holy priests were like that's kind of dumb like what would we need that for so they change it to instead of proccing like PI on yourself, it gives you like a a shorter version of apotheosis, which is like our two minute talent cooldown that you use in dungeons that like like makes your like holy word healing really effective. Okay, is it just is it just me or is that like an insane turnaround? I feel like that ability just got announced and then everyone's like, ew, no, and they're like, okay, we'll change that too. Like they're really like quick on these on these changes they're putting through. And I feel like they are really, really responsive and like receptive to the things that people are saying, which is great, honestly. Because, yeah, we got the flat, the the baby flash con, you know, twenty twenty two, that is being added to uh, here as well, which they talked about. But like, 
one of a few interesting things. Like, I guess, uh, do you guys remember that one? Like, I don't know if it was a glyph or a legendary or something that involved like priests being able to use life grip, like Mercy does in Overwatch to fly to an ally. Ooh, oh, I so it's just like a, yeah, it's like a it's like a Boomkin's uh, wild charge. You fly to the person. Yeah. Um. They basically said that like that they feel like that's too overpowered and that that won't be a thing effectively. Or if it is, they would need to nerf it. Wait, what makes it overpowered that that priest being able to do that? Um. They feel like if you have that like or life grip, priests would choose the one where priests fly to an ally instead and make uh like the leap one never picked um and they feel like in their mind priests like the grip is more so priestly than flying to an ally i guess but i mean how often is life grip used other than like a niche somebody fell off something or hey you're being slow like who cares if that goes away or trolling (laughs) Like, I don't know. Is, is it that big a part of your identity that you can pull another player to you? Because Evoker's about to be able to do that too. Kind of. Not really, but they can pick them up. You know, I've never really thought of it as a big, like, class identity thing. I hardly ever really use it, honestly. I, but, like, in their description here, they're like, they, they say, quote, Leap of Faith is one of the more fun interactions. Wow, it changes your perspective of the, on the battlefield. You, you're always ready to save someone if you need to, which I guess is true. I do know my hot, my hotkey for it, and I'm ready to if I need to. But like, that's only because that's the way it is. I can't say it's not helpful. There have been at least four or five times I've blown off of a cliff, tried to teleport, but Shimmer is busted and doesn't actually move you. But that gave us enough time for you to pull me back onto the stage. I can say it has saved my life a number of times. And that's why I wanted gone. I wanted him to die those times. <laughs> <laughs> Known hater slide whistles that get Aaron out of the fight. Also, Blizzard, I know it's a, a headache. Please make Shimmer work better. I'm tired of getting stuck under the stairs and shimmering twice and not going anywhere. I get the mechanics of how it works, but just make it work better. I feel like they really should allow it to go upstairs. That is a huge peeve of mine. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, I. you know, I, fuck me. I hate going to <laughs> that one boss that beats the shit out of Garrosh, and I just innocently shimmer while going to it and then fall through the floor because there's a ramp to the boss fight. Yeah, dude, didn't you see any of that coming before you pressed the button? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, once again, I did say it. Fuck me. Uh, there is a very solid made of magical stone ramp, but I mean, clearly my model is under it. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Fuck you, because I'm pulling a time warp. This one's going to be hot and heavy. It's going to be based on what we were talking about. I need the two of you to give me as many named priests as you can. Okay. Get ready. Get steady. Go. Archbishop Rin, Um. Foul. Immunization. Foul. I already said that one. Kelly Amenethil. Kelly Amenethil. Fuck. Um, Velen. Velen. Uh, fuck. Uh, 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 Gaiera. 
I think like there's a priest in Stormwind whose name is like Benedict or something like that, or Benedictus. That is one. Fuck. I'm gonna lose. Um. Well, this is pretty rigged. Uh, Moira. Yeah, it's pretty rigged. Fuck you. Got <laughs> something to make me think of other things. John Pop. John Paul. Pope Time. The first. John Paul Pope the first. That was the secret. A uh, hundred dollar. <laughs> I caught, the, I caught the snitch. I was gonna say it is essentially the golden snitch of time warp. You have won. Uh, no, you have in fact lost. Immunization did win. Oh my god, Ray. guys! This this is like this is more monumental than the Cubs breaking their 100 year streak. Immunization <laughs> has won a time warp. Even though, ignore the fact that like Aaron gave me the easiest layup in all of time warps. But 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 not. Because we've done name all named mages, and I'm pretty sure I lost that one. <laughs> don't don't do the druid one. There's only three of them that we can figure out. <laughs> don't let Blizzard know about any other druids. They'll kill them off. <laughs> They're very much uh, in vogue right now. He he is leaving the room to go get his shot. He he says from the kitchen, "I never lose these," which is true because like most of the time <laughs> I lose them all, no matter who I'm up against. So. I had a huge listing of named priests, and I was just looking at it, and I was like, I will not be able to monitor this. I'm just going to close my little ear holes and hope that they fuck up. And Slide Whistle fucked up. Wow, I, when's the last time I've taken a shot on this podcast? I feel like it's been, like, forever. The year was 1921. I think you, you're throwing them on purpose, so you can get to take all the shots for free, and no one gets to judge you. <laughs> I am just an alcoholic, and I need a reason for a shot. Episode 196, Immunization's Intervention. We've noticed. The other day, we had a time warp <laughs> where it was just spell immunization's name, and you started with an E. <laughs> we know that you have a problem. Listen, all 195 of those episodes were early game. You know, we're approaching the finale here, and now I've entered Immunization's Comp Beast era. I'm going to win out and make it to the final two, baby. I'm excited for people to talk about all the mind games we play on the Twitters. Jailer stands be like, hmm? I also love that, like, saying it sounds like Jailer. I was like, just about like, to say, it's actually yeah, pretty yeah, good. everyone out there, I meant J-A-Y-L-O-R, but... <laughs> Not Zoval, the J I or J A I L E R. Well, Aaron, we've noticed you spelled something wrong. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem. <laughs> but you know who also doesn't have a problem? Me with Ian has a costus because I get to keep my soul shapes, kind of. I mean, so do I, right? I shut up. This is about me. I get to keep my one. Actually, you know what? Randleman, I think, did collect three, so I get to keep those. Um, so there's going to be a new toy coming in Dragonflight? Uh, not sure if it's Dragonflight or not. Yes. It's going to be Dragonflight. Called Seed of Renewed Souls. And it just lets you to take take the form of your soul shape, which you can change by going back to Ardenweald and talking to Lady Mun. Now, that part's kind of annoying, but... You get to keep them. They, you don't get to blink, and they go away with combat. So you know it isn't. It's so cool. I have a lot of animals that can be. And there's a wild comment that's like, if I have on the random animal one, why does become a random animal every time? And and so that's the one you put on, right? Hands mm -hmm. down, that's the one you put on. Yeah, unless you feel really attached to one of them. I wonder if critter shapes are included. 
Like, that'd be neat if you got access to everything. But then again, I could also see them be like, eh, be appreciative you, you get your soul shapes. So, uh, you, yeah, you can use critter shapes. This is Or Chufa, if you wish for a critter shape. I don't think the random chooses between the two. I think the random will choose between either Lady Mun's or Chufa's. But you, you can be a little baby critter if you want to be a little cute blue boy. Or girl. Or whatever. You want to be a little cute non-biny. Um, my favorite is currently on the Dragonflight PTR. This toy has a 10-minute duration with a 5-minute cooldown. And the top comment was like, Please, Bliss, don't give us such a long cooldown. Just make it a toggle and rested zones. It's But, but it's, it's a 10-minute duration with a 5-minute cooldown. <laughs> you could never well, have this fall off. <laughs> uh, well, yes, but I guess they're talking for the person who's like, I want to be a little cute, a little cute critter all the time. And then like a single bat throws a speck of dust at them. And it's like, oh, I'm a human again. And then you have to little wait. Little cute for... critters don't fight. Maybe they well, should be in fights if they're a little cute critter. Well, maybe a little cute big critter. You know what I they, mean. Mm-hmm. There's threats out there. I know. Sometimes I walk around as Susan, and then I'll just become Growlina, and I was like, oh, what's the threat? (laughs) And then, like, two minutes later, some guy runs up on me. You know, this is a big announcement for the Stormwind rat RP community. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, no, that's so terrible. They have to have it where you can do it in combat, because, like, well, I guess, can you interact with the big Stormwind rat without him trying to fight you? Is he a yellow mob? I believe so. I think you can be near him because he normally hangs out by, like, the chopper salesman, right? Yeah, yeah you had to pick a fight with him because he knows what a fucking boss he is. That's true. Well, then, never mind. All of you all of you rat kinnies can hang out with your patron saint in peace. Guys, I really want to play more Wrath Classic. I I can't. It's it's it's, and I'm not even playing Wrath Classic. I'm playing Wrath Classic pre patch. I'm not even playing Wrath yet. It definitely does present me with a wide amount of stuff to do that I also don't 100% understand or remember. Like I will I mean, say this: I love to level, and I would prefer that I feel good and it be less deadly, but. It definitely has given me an appreciation of like, well, these are the quests I usually plow through. Now I actually have to put some thought into it. And there is no limit to the content because I will never complete it all. I, I don't think you even have to put thoughts to it. I I mean, I guess if you're playing a Death Knight, you don't. I don't know about any other classes. I just feel like I am literally closing my eyes and mashing my keyboard and things are falling over. And I, I have all the add-ons in the world. I'm, of course I'm using Questy. Of course I'm using cheats for the guild chat so I can read what happened when I wasn't there. I have so many add-ons for Hall Classic that it makes it bearable. So I think that's why I like it so much. Well, I can tell you, as a pure virginal grinkle, I am still encountering quests where it's like, kill ten trogs, and if two trogs happen to show up at the same time, I will die. So there's my wow. mission is definitely more methodical. What is that like early levels probably though? I like you like leveling like yeah probably like 16, level up that nine 
No, crusty old man sat down and he disappeared. It'd be so embarrassing for him to <laughs> show up. Bad. And then variants like so good. Crusty old man, I didn't expect you to return. You it's made such so a big good. hullabaloo, patting your pockets, looking for your dragon before going fuck it and leaving. I I just think it's because also like Outland. It feels entirely untouched from current Outland. The current Outland we know is the current Outland that these people played back in the day. The, the quests are all the same. Everything's the same. And I'm like, I can beat this. I've done it before. Which makes a lot of sense. And that's why we hate leveling through it so much in, in WoW Young. Yeah, that's pretty ec- You know, and I've never thought of it backwards like that. BC feels terrible because it is an untouched classic zone. They it's never unaltered. went back and made it fun. Like, it, oh, they're also, guys, so like, okay, so you know how there are those weird towers in Hellfire Peninsula? Like like the PV, PV, PVP towers that we, we tried to defend back in the day that we failed at? I know that they exist. I, like, I feel like I should know, like, same, like, I don't know how these work. People are getting so mad in Hellfire chat. Because there's these things called flippers that would sit at these towers. I'm learning I'm learning history about this game, guys. Uh, people are either very, very vehemently anti-flipper or very pro-flipper. A flipper oh, is no. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a Splatoon. <laughs> You're either a flipper yeah. fan or a flipper fiend. Okay, so what a flipper is? Say that we are playing on as a group. Right? We're having fun in Hellfire Peninsula, blah, 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 defending towers. I have a Horde character who also was on the same server and is also in Hellfire Peninsula. I'd be like, oh, guys, the Alliance, we have all the towers. And I know you guys need a quest to capture a tower. We have to wait for a Horde to do it. Or I'll log on to my Flipper my horde character who will capture the flag and turn the base so we can capture it for experience and and gold this is so funny to me i'm just picturing it as if like this person who offers that like sends like sends out their pokemon they're like go seal and then like it's their hordy and it's like seal 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 and then it like turns the tower of its little flippers (laughs) that's basically what it is but people were like stop stop don't kill the flipper don't kill the flipper. I swear to God, don't kill him. And they were like, kill the flipper. Kill them. You you can't get a free capture this way. You have to earn your capture. And I'm like, why is this so heated? What are you guys doing down here all day? Kill Jesta. But then meanwhile, when when we go to Outland, you know, like now, no one's there. Except for that one, like, max level dude, Rogue, who's waiting on the tower for some reason. And that's it. <laughs> I've been waiting here for years! <laughs> My friend in 2005 told me to defend the tower, and I've done it every day since. He'll log back on soon. You know, back in the day when I was a young flipper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to be a young flipper again. Now I fear I flopped. (laughs) Just a little bit of wild lore for you. Of uh, two of you, because I think everyone else probably encountered flippers in their life. I, 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 say, never, I, I, every, I had to Google it. <laughs> everyone who listens to us has played longer than we have. Everyone's like, yeah, we talked about flippers all the time. And then we go back in the Discord and like we suddenly see every discussion <laughs> has been like, by the way, I hate flippers. <laughs> you know, I used to be a flipper back in the day. Speaking of flipping, let's flip the script. <laughs> 
and see what Growl's up to. Flip that bus. Go, go, go. My baby. Ty, we didn't get the kids off. Hello again, sports fans. Glad to be back after a brief step away from the mic. I'm here with Wolfman, discussing the coming of my favorite holiday, Brewfest. With these weeks of suds and buds approaching, what is your favorite activity to witness, Wolf? I know most people say the sausage-eating contest or beating up the hosen, but have you ever just sat under the cliff by Iron Forge and watch people kill themselves. Hmm, this segment is typically a bit lighter hearted than that, friend. I'm gonna need some clarification. Lol, so you know how people take the rams into Iron Forge for the daily? Well, nine times out of ten, they launch themselves off that cliff to get back and just splat on the ground. I shit you not, I see like five of them every time I log on. LOL. Well, I must say that while I'm more of a wrangle the pink elephants girl myself, I cannot deny that watching drunk people go splat is always a time-honored Brewfest pastime. I'll have to keep my eyes out in the coming weeks. Well, that's been all my time. Let's see what the crew is up to. Hey everyone, we're back! Taylor has one of the best social games I've ever seen on BB, because she's very intuitive and reads people well. What did you just look up? What, what, is, what was your source on this one? Uh, Twitter, I think because I engage with the two of you who engage with the Big Brother property, as uh, <laughs> every fourth tweet's like, hey, you should watch uh, the BB. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so like I only ever use Twitter now to read Big Brother updates and to like memes from Big Brother. And I think that's what Amin's doing. So yeah, you're just getting our liked <laughs> Big Brother tweets all the time. Yeah, it's, it's just like two people you interact with often love Big Brother. You should uh, give it a chance, big boy. And I say, the only Big Brother contestants I support are my man, Andy Tate. Who teaches me how to live my no, life? No, that was Canadian Big Brother, and that's what's wrong with Canada. You know, Andrew Tate, Kiki, that's where he came from. And of course, my girl, <laughs> mother of the future queen of the UK, Trisha Petis. <laughs> I love her. Oh. I hate her. I like that she eats spaghetti off the dusty floor. Other <laughs> <laughs> people pay her money to do it more. But, like, legit, Taylor kind of is working her social game right now if you count, like, sleeping with the current HOH for safety. Has there ever been a showmance this late in a season? They went into bed and there's, there's, there used to be 16 people. Then there's five and now they fuck? Now? All I know is whenever I think about it, I am an angry star plushie. I love that picture. I, um, it was a meme back in the day from, like, that season, like, a few a few years ago. But I could not find, like, a screen cap of it anywhere, so I had to, like, go back to that episode and screen cap it myself, and it's back, baby. <laughs> these these angry Christmas... Christmas's angry star baby plushes. And Christmas is the name of the person, not the holiday, but we have to move on, otherwise we'd be here all day talking about Big Brother. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. 
So, today, I believe, they officially gave us a list of the eight dungeons that are going to be in Season 1 of Dragonflight's Mythic Plus Pool. Ooh. And so, it's, um, it's four Dragonflight dungeons out of the eight total Dragonflight dungeons. So, I guess this is kind of... We can talk about what we think about that in a second. And then four old ones. And out of the old ones, I think we knew that Court of Stars and Temple of the Jade Serpent were going to be part of them. But today we learned that Halls of Valor and the Shadow Moon Burial Grounds are the other two. Which I am happy about. And I Halls of Valor does suck. Which is but I'm happy <laughs> to see it. Like like nostalgia wise and like thematic I get to say it's Poop Kid every single time I make it that far. And I'm excited for that one. <laughs> I get to point towards Champion Torn, Champion Bjorn, and then in Slash say, you go, oh, look, Torbjorn, like I did every single time in 2016. Not just that. I mean, me and I mean have this meme that we say to each other all the fucking time where it was like, are you nervous? <laughs> no, yeah, okay. So, like, when, like, the last boss is, I believe, is Herja. And, like, Second to last boss? Who's the last like, boss, though? Uh, well, she is... Oh, yeah, it depends. When you go in after defeating the <laughs> the bridge guy, and you left. go to the left, it's here. The bridge guy? It's literally... Fuck. Heimdall. Heimdall, yeah. Okay, well, anyways. um, Yeah, Slide Whistle and I have an inside like thing where we, we probably quote several things from this dungeon <laughs> at least a few times a week. But, like, as you're approaching Herja, one of her, like, I don't know, one of her, like, servant angels are, like, because, like, Herja's about to ascend to be, like, a proper Valkyr, I think, as you're approaching, or something ascend. like that. Or not, not a Valkyr. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she is a angry, uh, armed woman, and I think she has her wings, but she's not officially, like, undead. She's not one of Odin's chosen. The Bastion parallels are so, so real. I just said ascended. I don't know that like that's actually what they said then. But anyways, <laughs> I won't the... lie. I don't super pay attention to whatever she's doing. I roll up, beat her guys, beat her two wizards, and then go to go fight the wolf. Yeah, but as you're approaching, um, there's like a dialogue that Slide and I quote all the time, and the one is like, "Are you nervous, Herja?" And then Herja's like, "Not nervous, only excited." <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. It's so funny the way they all say the lines before we beat their asses. Well, it doesn't <laughs> help that they, that they have little, like, cave dweller people accents. So it's just like, are you excited, Herja? Yeah, so, like, Slide will turn to me and be like... So Slide will turn to me and he'll be like, immune, are you nervous? I'm like, not nervous, but excited. So stupid. I'm. I but like the dungeon's gonna kick our ass. Um, Amin was saying in a, in a Discord, he was in the. He was like, we haven't done it above his uh in M zero. I checked the, the the sources and I know what our highest mythic plus for Halls of Valor is in Legion. I also checked on immunization and I have not done a mythic plus on immunization for Halls of Valor. I also checked that and I saw you have you indeed have never done it before. <laughs> I did mine on a plus three. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Look out. Yeah, because as we said before, like, we haven't really been doing Mythic Plus in any real capacity until Shadowlands, honestly. Maybe end of BFA. Definitely end of BFA. 
that's when like we like started. Well, that was like maybe FA when we started to like do it, and then we got. And it was just more like a stigma of like it sound a fifteen sounds so scary. People made it sound like such a big deal, and it was it's nothing. It's literally nothing. So that all of this, and then also Shadow Moon burial grounds, which I don't have strong feelings about. I like it enough. I can say it would not be my first pick, although I guess they already knocked out two of the other more famous dungeons from Wad. So I'm glad they're circling around to get to some of the other ones. It gives me a lot of hope in my heart for maybe a Skyreach. Skyreach in 2024. I would love to pull up those stats to see will, will Shadow Moon Burial Grounds third in like the like both of the polls that it was given in. Like, I don't, I remember, the don't numbers. remember at all. I do not think so though. I hardly remember seeing the guy. I think the only thing that it lost or that it beat was Skyreach and Slag Mines. And I I I am generally excited for Burial Grounds. Um, I think it's a very unique dungeon. We get to kick Nerzul's ass. But then I'm not excited for the pet classes because if your tank decides to go down that route, which I think they all have to do, where you jump down into the hole in the ground and if people do not dismiss their pets, the pets will run around the entirety of the map most times and pull all of the trash. And people don't know this firsthand. It's 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 not intuitive. You wouldn't think it does this, but it, it it's fucked up a lot of my wad pulls. Trust me, as a... Okay, so... As you guys know, I was a hunter main in WAD, and I was bad at the game in WAD because it was our first expansion, and I was that noob hunter in Shadow Moon Burial Grounds that would have my pets out. First off, I would also have Aspect of the Cheetah on, so everyone would get stunned all the time. <laughs> and, and, and you probably had Growl on your pet, too. <laughs> probably. So my pets were probably running around pulling everything, and then we were all getting stunned every time anyone got hit, and I definitely did not dismiss my pets when we went down, so probably literally the entire dungeon was pulled at all given times. Also, b- Barrage. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, if we go back, you at least one of these, you got to bring my boy Boron back. Maybe he's more learnt this time but he was the dude going through shadow moon burial grounds he was my my default pet for a long time he was like the the pandaren turtle starting pet he's been like well when's he gonna fucking show me grim Real depot or iron docks i've seen those before and he won't fucking use me there either the thing is maybe i do bring him back but as like my secondary pet because like he's not a hero pet so i don't i'm not gonna use him really most of the wow. time so you're calling him a villain pet? Is that what you're fucking saying on air right now in front of the whole world? Yes. Would either of you guys deny that he wasn't the villain of Wad in all of those dungeons? He's the anti-hero pet in my mind. He was still the hero he rooted for, even though he did a little violence and fuck uppery sometimes. I mean, yeah, he was an anti-hero. He did not have hero. <laughs> <laughs> I did see him actively causing me more harm than Archie Monday ever did, so... Yeah, I feel like it's a drop ball. I feel like we knew the true antagonist of Warlords. Man, it actually is a bummer that we're not going to get Warlords and Traitor Classic. Because I think we'd have a lot of fun killing those bosses again. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with you, but like, I that, that one definitely isn't happening. I think well, I feel like we're the only three people that would ever want that even. No, there's no world in, where the, in which that's coming. That's like... <laughs> Uh, but uh, you know what? I can dream. So these are here, obviously, but 
as you stated before, four of the Dragonflight dungeons will not be in rotation. What do you think that means for them getting played at all? Like, do you think... Do you think people just won't see the other four dungeons that aren't included until whenever season one ends? Okay, so I'm also very confused on how that's going to work. Okay, so like, currently right now, in Shadowlands, you can only, you can't queue for the current Mythic Plus dungeons as heroic or normal. You know what I mean? So you only know them as Mythic Plus. So, but but now we're going to be going into a new expansion with four new dungeons. Does that mean that we're going to be going through normal and heroic with all of eight Dragonflight dungeons? And then all of a sudden, people just have to know where the other four Mythic ones are located? That's my interpretation here. I believe all eight will be available in normal and heroic and maybe even Mythic Zero. But I believe they're doing this just so that if you're a Mythic Plus runner, you won't get as worn out on them, and I'm sure we'll get the other four in Season 2. But Okay, but like, should... But do you think they should... I think they should include these four dungeons right here, the, the four old ones. They should probably include them in the heroic rotation because you're just cutting off people from crossing that threshold from heroic dungeoner to Mythic dungeoner. It's so intimidating to be like, oh, Halls of Valor, where the fuck is that? Where is that at? How do I get there? I didn't put that expansion. What the fuck is this? That's a really good point because a lot of newer players probably won't see that unless they leveled through dungeons and got it in their Legion era or if they level through Legion or something. Or if they're an older player like us that has seen it before. But then, yeah... If then like if they're max level and they're wanting to get started in Mythic Plus, then like that could be the very first time they see it. I you make a really good point. Well, and and then from to Aaron's question, it's going to be the universe. Not everybody reads Wildhead. Not everybody read like no one's like this isn't common knowledge posted anywhere relevant to just like your run of the mill WoW players, right? Mm. Uh, so people are going to see these sick ass eight new dungeons and their heroic queue and be like, hell yeah, I want to do. The, the tears tears castle whatever the fuck it's called and mythic and then it's like no sorry bud that one's not available this season maybe the next one well i assume they could probably still do it on mythic zero just not as like a keystone it's weird and like i know that that they've said that this is an experimental phase and and they want they legitimately want your feedback on this people are gonna piss and moan and complain and be like well why why are they doing this in the first place this is stupid this is gonna make people play less you have to actually post that on the forums you have to tell them this this is an open discussion they've said because they want to know if this continues going forward in the next expansions or not and judging by the way that they've interacted with like all the class talent changes i feel like they are presenting this information, taking our feedback. So if a lot of people don't like it, I feel like they're the most receptive they've ever been. And they probably would change it if enough people think it's bad. Although personally, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad that only four out of the eight are in the first season of Mythic Plus. I feel like it's better for the long term of the expansion because... Mm -hmm. I don't know because we got to we got like to the point where we were like almost two full years of running Theater of Pain. It got kind of old. No, and I could definitely see that standpoint. Now, okay, now would it be crazy 
would it be crazy to have to maintain all of say eight dragonflight dungeons keep them all in and then add in four old ones so then you have a pool of 12 dungeons now the the net you're casting is wide so it's a, it's a lot of different keys you could be getting or you could be getting this but like is that better would that make it any any less I boring i think that would be beneficial if your rewards were not directly tied with having to complete all of them. Like, if it was a thing where you could do them at your leisure if you got the key or whatnot, or if you're interested, but the rewards were sort of, like, points-based, like it is now, where it's like, you need to accrue a certain amount of points, but if you beat or do well enough on these ones then you can get the reward without having to run a 20 on every single one of the 12. Damn, you okay, you I think you found like the one punch in the gut for this thing. You're right because they just had this whole system and they're not going to rework it though. Okay, based on our discussion, I feel like I have a proposal of what I would do if I were Ian Hezico. If and I, I would... ran the zoo, immunization <laughs> says. <laughs> if I ran the zoo, I would say Season one, I feel like it's perfectly fine. I feel like season one, if they just had all eight Dragonflight ones, they're new. I feel like in season one, if you just had all eight of those, like no one would bat an eye. But yes. I feel like I feel like twelve is too much for a season. Maybe I feel like even ten is too much. Like so, I feel like even throwing two old school ones on there that might make it a little intimidating for Keystone Master people well, pursuing that. Maybe one. I don't know. So, like, nine, I don't know if that's acceptable. But, like, honestly, I think just, just the eight Dragonflight ones in the first one, I feel like that's fine. Then, in Season 2, you choose your four, four, four Dragonflight ones, and then your four old ones. And then, also, at that point, the four old ones, you need to start throwing the heroic and normal versions of them into the Raid Finder. Mm. Then, then, in Season 3, you do the inverse with four new the, the other four new Dragonflight ones and then four new old ones, if you know what I'm saying. And then I'll similarly throw those old ones into the, like, uh, dungeon queue for heroic and whatever. I I like that a lot because then you, then everybody learns the knowledge of all eight new dungeons at the same time, if they're there at the start of the expansion. Because instead, you're making us have to learn, like, really figure out what scales with what when you go season two. Um, that's actually, that's actually a really good idea. I kind of like that a lot. I wonder if I should, like, respond to this on, like, do you think replying on Wowhead is how it would go to them, or? No, I, they, they really respond on the forum posts, which sounds crazy, but, like, that's what I've heard through and through. Okay, I actually might make my first ever forum post in, well, I think second, because I think I, I made a joke say, post. I was about to say, we, we, <laughs> well, forum posts, creating one, I don't know, but we did all, uh, <laughs> create a forum post where it's like looking for good podcasts we have one and then the other two came on and we're like yeah it's great can't wait to listen to it when i get home good pod i guess if they did do your split idea how would they take the dungeons would they would they have to do like the two most popular and the two least popular like because if they do all the, you know what I mean? If they do all the popular ones, people are going to fall off the next season, not season three. <laughs> I feel like they've already chosen four, which is interesting, because the four that they seem to have chosen are not any of the ones that we've seen on Alpha or PTR or anything up until this point. I'm saying 
you run another poll with all of them saying, rate your favorite dungeons. People will go, and then you take the best two and the worst two. And people will go, what the fuck, Blizzard? We said those two were the worst. And it's like, that's mm, our game. And then the next season, people will be like, okay, well, we'll intentionally vote two bad ones down <laughs> there so that they'll pick it. And then you pick the four most medium ones. I'm saying we do some classic gaslighting here so the audience never knows what they're getting. I, honestly, that's the way to do it because this fan base likes to rig shit in their favor. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Grim Rail Depot and Iron Docks. There's no fucking way that it happens organically. At least Iron Docks is easy enough. Grim Rail has been like the bane of my existence this season. Lower. Well, I, I don't even... I don't even want to talk or think about Karazhan, either of them. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for a top two, bottom medium move. I realize how over we are. Aaron, kick us off. Uh, my top two this week was going on DNR member Craig's podcast. It was the Getting Buffed podcast. Oh, yeah! I hung out with him and his co-host, Miracle. And for 60, actually it's 70 plus whole minutes, we talked about the World of Warcraft, but more importantly, the Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, I gave it a listen. It was, it's a fun show. I've been, lis- I've been listening since the beginning, though, so I'm, you know, I can't say I'm a getting buffed head over here. But yeah, go and, go and check <laughs> it out, fam. Yeah, you've never been to a Texas Roadhouse. Interesting. Well, what, what mm. reason do I have to go to one now? Like, I'm a vegetarian. To throw peanut shells on the floor and crunch okay, them underneath you your shoes. That? that might be a Logan's Roadhouse thing. Every <gasps> time I've gone to a Texas Roadhouse, they are distinctly oh. peanutless. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck Texas Roadhouse. I don't care. I, I, fuck you, Craig. I, I only like Logan's Roadhouse, I guess. I just not realize that they're different places right here on this podcast. But, Slide Whistle, what is your TTBBMM? I got a big fat honkin' throbbing top two, a TTT, some may say. Throbbing <laughs> top two. Throbbing. Finally. This has been. Uh, when when the Shadowlands come out? November uh, 23rd, 2020. This has been a since then journey. Except not really, it was added in later. I finally did it. I achieved one of my long standing goals from a year ago. I have the gulper soul from the Queen's Conservatory. <laughs> frog, I have it. I did it. I did it, Ma. Saracen Hawk was telling you how to get that literally a year and a half ago. She told me, and I followed her advice, and I did it, and RNG said, fuck you. You're not going to get it after four attempts, four different attempts at it. So I gave up completely. I said, I'm done with this shitty-ass fucking garden. I don't give a shit anymore. And then I'm like, I'm sitting on literally hundreds of seeds. I got to put them into this bank. I got to use them. And I got the Gulper Soul. I did it. You know, I still don't have the Gulper Soul either on my Hunter. And I've been doing like the Queen's Conservatory for a while. But when you did that, it inspired me to finally pull up that like bracket of the Queen's Conservatory thing. And I, I'm trying to get the Gulper Soul as we speak right now. Well, the problem is it's so hard to just put it, to put in one Root Enhancer. Why would I put in just one when I could put in three or four and get the most rarest of quality? Why is the Gulper Soul considered uncommon? Ain't no one using it. Ain't no one have it. And why is, like, the maximum rareness, like, a feast, like, a baby feast and a flask? 
I the system doesn't make any sense. I, I feel like you should be able to put in as many as you want, and then it can choose from that the last tier and then all the tiers before it. Why is it exclusive to only being that one tier of putting in one special route instead of four special routes? Especially if you have everything from the like strongest tier. Yeah, just start pulling from that. It's just oh, whatever. Who cares? I got it, and now with the new toy, I can be a frog forever. I'm <laughs> pretty sure Gulpersol was the name of the other uh, ascended one that Herja talks to in that cutscene. <laughs> Are you Gulpersol. nervous? Don't worry, Gulpersol. <laughs> Not nervous, Gulpersol. Just excited. <laughs> All right, me want you to talk to you. Bottom boot, medium boot. Well, you see, I also have a... Uh, I'm going to throw this into the big, fat, throbbing top two category. <laughs> and it is that Team Mango Sour knocked out a few portals this week. Well, by this week, I mean, like, the prior week when the affixes were good. Because, like, fuck this week's affixes. Like, what the fuck is, like, tyrannical, spiteful, necrotic? That's so bad. But anyways... Last week, we were able to get our 20s done on Workshop. We already had it on Junkyard, so we got our Mechagon portals. And then we got it done on Grimrail as well, so we have a portal there. Um, so I'm just really excited, proud of that. We, like, were on our A game that night. We got, like, it, it was just so flawless. Yeah, that was some beautiful work there. But also just a quick side note before we wrap up here, because like these are my first portals outside of the shadowlands one and the portals in your in your spell book are grouped up by expansion which makes me feel like this is for the future where if you get like a 20 done next like in season one of dragonflight then there, there'll be like a mop one for temple of the jade serpent or like the shadow moon burial grounds one will be added in the same tier as like Grimrail and iron docks that's what to think about I sure hope so. For organizational purposes, I'd appreciate that. Not that I will be getting any. The, it's just a weird system. Like I, now, like I'm gonna have so many of these little boxes by the end of this if I keep going. But well, I guess not that. I guess it'll only be like a limit of what four, five. But like eventually, like I feel like they would be for every dungeon from oh. uh drain or onward or mop onward. I guess. I forgot they're adding new ones in Dragonflight. <laughs> right. <laughs> new slots. Speaking of new slots, there are always slots available in our list of patrons. These patrons include Command Sergeant Major Tijerla, fourth host of the podcast, Your Monkey, Ahoy Vince, aka Nathanos killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone, Ensign slash Drag Race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants the pod to know that the Hunters of Unomas are burly boys. Crucifix, Cardike, Saracen Hawk, Joe DiGiorno Dorno, Gershom, Mistress of the Pumpkin Spice. Ooh, a leaf. Ooh. Hoax, asking Growlina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyle, Smurf, Debased God. <laughs> and Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. With that, we're out of here. If you want to join those lovely bunch of oats, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent. You also can join our Discord at do not relent.com, a website that I paid for for you to click on and hop into our Discord and talk to Aaron about his salsa dancing techniques. 
What about you guys? Where can they find you on the I, internet? There's very little. <laughs> you can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. Watch my Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. And Taylor is so sick. Taylor to Brit. I had a I'm very upset with you Monty moment. I stayed up all night talking to him about it. It hit me all at once. She needs to go to jail. Taylor is acting. Hashtag BB24. 24. Bye. See you guys next week. And remember, stay in jailer. Honestly, the jailers are on life support right now. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.